Hey, y'all, it's your girl, Drew. And if you enjoyed my episode with Anthony, make sure you check out her new show, Reading the Stars with Anthony Boomba. It's available on anywhere you can find podcasts and the Pastor Bedtime YouTube channel, and it drops on August 23rd. Go check out her show, go check out my show, then go check out all the shows. Love you. Bye. I think what's so sick about you is if we're about to get jumped by the bully. This episode of the comment section is brought to you by Captain Morgan Sliced. Since the dawn of bread, we've known the truth. Sliced is better. That's why new Captain Morgan Sliced went all in on four bold, deliciously sliced cocktail style flavors. Pineapple daiquiri, strawberry margarita, mango mai tai, and passion fruit hurricane. Visit CaptainMorgan.com to find Sliced near you. Does not contain real fruit or juice. Captain Morgan & Co. Plainfield, Illinois. Please drink responsibly. 21 plus only. And there needs to be someone who, you know, jumps up in the front and is like, stop in the name of love. It's going to be your Care Bear app. What's up, you guys? This is the first episode of my new show, Reading the Stars. We're here. We made it. I literally traveled all the way from New York City to the valley of Los Angeles, California. I was lost, but now I am here. I'm so excited to bring you guys along with me on this journey where we basically meet a new superstar every week. We get into their astrology, we get into what's going on in their lives, and also, you guys get to be a part of it as well. We do take fan submissions at the end of each episode, and we get into any questions that you guys have for them. We vibe out, it's gonna be a good time. My first guest tonight is going to be Drew Afualo. She is the baddest bitch of all time in my book, and I'm sure in yours. She is a Virgo sun, Cancer moon, Sagittarius rising, and she uses she, her pronouns. We had the most epic conversation in history. We talked about her superhero origin story. We talked about the art of being mean. I'm so excited to have her on today. Everybody at home, Drew Afualo. That's That's how we communicate. uh, What do you call it? What do you call it when you do the the dots and you're like Morse code? Morse code. That's you and me. Whoa. (laughs) That's how we communicate. I feel like people don't really understand that the bitches who really do like live their life with the long acrylic nails. Yeah. It's like a whole new um, intellectual property. Absolutely. We communicate in like short and simple. Mm -hmm. We've ascended to a higher plane. Yeah. That's us. It's spiritual. Not everyone can do it. Not everyone can do it. Not everyone's built for it. No. That's like God took his time. Yeah. For real. (laughs) For real. Um, So I met you for the first time yesterday. And I think what's so interesting, I mean, I've been following you for, again, I don't even know how long. Um, You've always just been, please. (laughs) You've always just been like a part of my For You page. Like, I think like every 50 videos, you know, you show up and you cussing somebody out. And I'm like, hey, okay. But, you know, I think the thing about you that I love so much is, you know, obviously there is this like beautiful, like, confidence Mm -hmm. but i think the thing that makes the confidence that you display so beautiful is because it's grounded in something 
Oh, thank you. Like, That's so sweet. Yeah, like you're so grounded. It's something that I like when I came on your show mm -hmm. and I was nervous, I had the idea that I was nervous at first and then I was like, no, 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 no. Cause I'm gonna sit down with her and she's gonna make me feel like I'm at home. Uh, yeah, I, uh, I, maybe that's my earth sign. Probably me being so grounded. Probably I don't know. I I think I'm just someone who's like very, I'm if if someone if there's steady hand on the wheel, everyone else in the car will be okay. Yeah, and that's kind of how I run my online presence too. Yeah, it's like it's all right. I got us. Yeah, I'll take care of us. Don't worry. Yeah, but I Papa's got gotcha. you. Please. <laughs> <laughs> I think what's also so cool about you is you know. I mean, there's just so many different sides to you. Me saying this, like, this is the second day I'm meeting you, but these are the vibes that I'm picking up. <laughs> well, we've known each other for a long time. Yeah. Spiritually. Yeah. Spiritually. Yeah. <laughs> I'm <laughs> telling you. Yeah. I mean that. I agree. I agree. I agree. <laughs> yeah. And I think about, like, you, and I think, like, there's so many beautiful different sides of you. There's a side of you that, you know, but it, they, they come out at different points, because mm -hmm. I feel like, you know, something about you, I feel like, uh, you know, you're a Cancer moon, so mm -hmm. you kind of have this really strange uh, intuition yeah. that's like a pulse on the reality. You yeah. know when you have to be one side of yourself, yeah. you know when to be the other side of yourself. Yeah. You know when it's safe to be this side of yourself. Absolutely. You know? Yeah, it's also like um, a big reason why I feel I feel so driven to protect people because no. my cancer moon is makes me really sensitive, very empathetic, contrary to what it may seem like on TikTok. But that's like what drives me to like be so blunt and frankly violent with my responses to people who attack like others unprovoked. Yeah. Because it upsets me. It makes me really angry. So yeah. I've channeled it into when I was younger I used to be a lot meaner. Hmm. But now I've channeled it into more of a comedy thing like yeah. laughing at them because i feel like that stings a little bit more cuts yeah. a little deeper when yeah. you laugh you know i think <laughs> though i think it's so funny because i know like you know some of those men will get um which if you are not familiar drew is notoriously known for coming up with some of the best ways to really put <laughs> men in check <laughs> when someone's not putting them in check yeah and the thing about drew is i feel like you know the men will definitely retaliate and be like you're so violent mm. and nah, nah, you didn't have to say all that yeah but what i've noticed is that you speak to people in a way that they understand yep absolutely you know what i mean yeah that's again like it's one of those things when you're bigoted like you're not going to listen to one of the marginalized groups that you think lesser of for using like politically correct terms yeah you're stuff. you're not gonna listen to them yeah obviously because you find shit like that funny so yeah. that's why i don't waste time trying to teach you yeah i'm just gonna hurt your feelings yeah and then you're gonna regret saying it and that's why i always i always tell people like i don't want to change them i think that's the part we're missing yeah people think like i'm on a mission to change them i'm not i really don't care yeah. like i don't give a shit what you do in your regular life i just make you shut the f up yeah to be honest yeah and then it works, so that's my goal. That's my you're only like, goal is to get you to shut up. You're like, you <laughs> let's use douchebag number thirteen thousand seven hundred and sixty-four <laughs> as an example today. Yeah. Well, and that's <laughs> and it's also like when I attack looks and stuff, because sometimes people are like, "What makes you any better?" I'm like, "Well, I'm not a bigot, so I'm automatically better." But other than that, like anything I attack is either something that's was a patriarchal value, like height 
right calf size hairline those are all standards set by other men yeah they think i'm the one who made those yeah i didn't right so yeah. when you attack them they get hurt because they're misogynistic because right. they're ruled by the patriarchy or it's something that's considered conventionally attractive so like big muscles for example yeah. i'll make fun of them and then they're like that's so mean but those are conventional beauty standards no one's oppressing you because you're in shape yeah so like, oh, oh. so right. it's important to make fun of it because i'm like you look a fool yeah you look stupid yeah and they don't like feeling like that yeah so there you go so like so like i want to know what i want to know mm -hmm. is you know i don't want to call it a villain origin story <laughs> i want to know what you're like superhero origin story was has this always been the vibe what like like you know when you were like growing up like what was the vibe like how would you like how was that like going to school did you go to school with like boys and girls yeah mm -hmm. how was Went that yeah how was that i mean for me i i think sometimes people think it's like either a lie or it's like exaggerated but i've like genuinely my rope has always been ridiculously short when LOL. it comes to men always yeah. literally always i've been vastly irritated since i came out the womb specifically with men and i can't tell you why because i had a i have a great dad a dad i have a great father figure i have multiple father figures in my life all of whom are very strong men yeah. who don't like get their jollies off sucking the life out of women. Yeah. So I've seen how men should treat women. Yeah. So, also, wait, quick, quick, quick sidebar. Yeah. Hey, Drew's dad, you're so gorgeous. <laughs> wait, hold on. I wanted to, I wanted to tell this story, and I, I forgot when oh I had, when I had her on my show, I forgot to talk about this. Anthony made a TikTok and subtweeted my dad. Yes. And I just want to bring it to it life. <laughs> and I saw it. She was talking about Father's Day. Uh, shout out, she's the way some of you have been gatekeeping your dads. Yeah. And so then the top comment on that video said, the way that I know this is about Drew. And then she was like, I was going to at her, but I didn't want to get into it. You know what I mean? And I found the video. I oh, saw it on my oh, For You page. Oh. <laughs> no, I was sitting there on Father's Day, and I went over to my friend Victoria's house, Victoria Paris. Hello, yeah. hi. Yeah. Um, but um, we, um, we were sitting there at the dining room table as her girlfriend was doing something with Legos. Yeah. And she was like, yo, have you seen Drew's dad? I was like, no, not yet. <laughs> And then, like, we pulled the pics, and I was like, wow. And these pics are recent. Like, these yeah. are, like, within the past year and a half. So he still looks good today. <laughs> my dad is my dad, and that's all I'm going to say on that. Yeah. I stopped tagging him and my brother because mm. I was like, y'all hoes lost trust. Yes. You lost privilege. Go stand in the corner. Please. That's what I say about my dad. She put us in timeout. <laughs> I said, put your phone on my dresser immediately. Please. That's why with him, well, speaking of my dad, my dad's a great, my dad has been a wonderful dad my entire life. So when men are like, that's because you don't have a dad. I'm like, I had the best dad. That's why I'm like this. Mm -hmm. Because you are trash compared to him, like how he treats women. I'm also someone, so like someone culture is very matriarchal. So we hold women in very high regard in my culture. So women are like the son of our families. Mm. So we all orbit around them. So the fact that in um, regular American culture, it's not like that at all. I've known that forever. So I, I didn't like it. So that's why I've always growing up throughout school, I was real mean to boys a lot. I got in trouble a few times when I was one time when I was a kid, I was playing. Do you remember the game Foursquare? Yeah. You sit on the four points. Cherry switch. bomb. Yeah. Please. Yeah. So we're playing Foursquare. 
um, and then this this young boy, we we're the same age, right? He cheats, right? And so he cheated, and then he was telling me it was my turn to be it. I was like, no, because you're a cheater. And he was like, nah, like started trying to like be mean to me. Mm. And then I called him a name. And then he started crying and then went and told on me. So then I had to go sit in the thinking chair, which is timeout. And I was sitting in the chair and my teacher goes, do you know why you're sitting here? And I go, yeah, because I called him a name. And she was like, okay, well, you can get out of the chair if you go say sorry. And I was like, I will not. Huh. I, and I refused to apologize. I was like, I'll do the time, but I will not apologize for the crime. Because I was like, he's a cheater and he should suffer consequences. Yet I'm the one sitting here. And then she told, I sat there all, all day. I literally sat there for hours because she, I just refused to apologize. Wow. And so then she told my mom and my mom told me to this day, my mom told me she couldn't, she tried so hard not to laugh. Cause I was like, he's a cheater. Like I'm not apologizing for that. Yeah. I surely will not. Yeah. And I did my time. I sat there. Yeah. I suffered. I watched everyone have fun and I was like, worth it to me. Yeah. So I called him jumbo. And I didn't know it meant fat. I just thought it was mean. I'm dad. You called him Jumbo? <laughs> and he wasn't Jumbo. I'm dad. But it was also. His like name the- was Quan. If you ever see this, Quan, I don't forgive you. Yeah. Quan, <laughs> <laughs> if you ever see this. And I called him Jumbo because I just watched Dumbo for the first time. And that's his mom's name. And for some reason, that was the first. So let that be a reference to me calling His mom's name is Dumbo? His mom's name is Jumbo. Uh... Her name's Jumbo. His name's Dumbo. Uh, <laughs> and I don't know why I thought like I don't know why that was the first thing that came to my mind but Please. I compare men to cartoon characters a lot so there you go <sighs> okay hold on <laughs> I have to make a similarity to you I think one of the reasons why like I enjoy your personality so much mm-hmm. is just like my older sister she's 11 months older than me so we were always super close like and, Irish twins yes mm-hmm. and she's a cancer moon as well she's a Capricorn Ooh, love. yeah so there's this thing about her where you know she would never really you know call herself tough she would never really call herself anything she's too low-key for that mm-hmm. but something about her convictions yeah like when she believes in something you can't shake her on it yeah. and also it's like interesting because I see the same thing in you what I love about you is there's a little part of you that kind of like when people get uncomfortable, you kind of like that low key. <laughs> You're like, I actually want to see you, really you know. like rattle the cage. Yeah. You know I mean? Never get too comfortable when you're on me. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I feel that. Yeah. Some of my boyfriend's friends are like afraid of me. Yeah. Like they've told my boyfriend, like, I'm low key afraid of your girlfriend. Yeah. And I always have a little healthy dose of fear. I don't think hurts anybody. Yeah. I think that's good. Stay on those toes, babe. I agree. Yeah. Agree. Stay on your P's and Q's, you I know agree. what I mean? What I think is so sick is like, okay, <laughs> so one, real menace vibes all the way down. <laughs> yeah. All the way down. <laughs> Anyways, um, but I also think it's so cool because, you know, it seems that when people, when I've, you know, whenever I've met other people who sort of kind of might have a similar approach but what makes them different and what kind of I think sets you apart is mm-hmm. I, I, I think that like your intentions come from a pretty genuine and like wholesome place yeah. where I think sometimes people respond in the way that might appear similar to how you respond to defend themselves. Yeah. But you're kind of normally not really on the defense. No. You might be on the defense for someone else to defend them if they can't defend themselves. Yeah. But for you, you yeah. you're kind of just like 
yeah, I can see what this is. Yeah. You know what I mean? No, yeah, absolutely. I think it's like a, it's a real delicate balance because sometimes, you know, I've gotten criticisms where people are like, I don't even think she's that funny. I'm like, well, that's, you know, humor is subjective. Like whatever you find funny may not be funny to somebody else. Yeah. But like, I don't care about that. Like if you don't find me funny, that's not really a big deal to me. Yeah. Um, But when people are like, that's not even mean, like, see, I, I always say you go for the obvious kill. Yeah. I go for something that's going to stick in that craw for the rest of your life. You're uh. never going to go another day without thinking about me because yeah. you're going to be thinking about that. Yeah. This episode is brought to you by Captain Morgan Sliced. In fruit and life, there's no juice without the slice. It's what freed the pineapple from the rind and turned your old jeans into cute jorts. Introducing Captain Morgan Sliced, four cocktail-inspired, ready-to-drink flavors. Pineapple daiquiri, strawberry margarita, mango mai tai, and passion fruit hurricane. Visit CaptainMorgan.com to find Slice near you. Does not contain real fruit or juice. Captain Morgan & Co. Plainfield, Illinois. Please drink responsibly. 21 plus only. This episode is brought to you by Priceline. When it comes to travel, we all have that happy place we're always daydreaming about. Whether it's the snow-capped mountains, white sand beaches, a best friend's wedding, or even a hometown visit, we all have one. My happy place, personally, is my second home, which is in Hawaii. And everybody knows, because that's where I've been living, and I live there and in California, and I love Hawaii, and I love traveling there. So, wherever your happy place is... Priceline wants to get you there for a happy price, so you never have to miss a trip. And did you know that when you bundle and save with Priceline, you can save up to $625 when you book your flights and hotels together? We all know the feeling. A hundred open tabs across 50 different sites trying to find the best deal. Just use Priceline and simply book your entire trip in one place. They truly have deals you cannot find anywhere else. And everybody loves a good deal, girl. So make sure you get that value off of Priceline. So download the Priceline app today to save up to 60% off select hotels and go to your happy price with Priceline. Now that's mean. Yeah. I said me living in your head yeah. is mean. Yeah. You telling someone they're ugly, like... Yeah, like it stings initially. Yeah. Right? But then if I tell you that you look like your toes hang over the front of your slide, you're going to think about that for the rest of your life. <laughs> for the rest of, If I told you that you look like Mountain Dew Code Red is your favorite gas station drink. Whoa. You're going to think about that for the rest of your life. And I feel like we never talk about how creative you can get. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Those, those are the ones that hurt the most to me. Yeah. Those are the ones that are the funniest to me. Yeah. When you're very, very specific. Like, yeah. Because I'm like, you just calling someone fat and ugly, like, means nothing. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, you're going for the superficial. Totally. I think what's so sick about you is if we're about to get jumped by the bullies <laughs> and there needs to be someone who, you know, jumps up in the front and is like, stop in the name of love. <laughs> it's going to be your Care Bear ass. Yeah. So I want to know because, <laughs> you know, I think sometimes, you know, because you can give the strong one vibes. Yeah. I want to know, like, what things, like, do you care about? What things are important to you? What motivates you? Um, I think what I care about most in the world is, like, my family, like, my loved ones. Um, I care what they think about me the most, right? Um, I care what the people who love me think about me, like, my fans. All the, like, marginalized groups that I try so hard to defend, I care about what they think, Right. Um, whenever we've had, like, I've had open discussions with my fans when I'm like, hey, what do you guys think about this? I'm so open to reception because I know that not everyone's perfect. And nobody, yeah. nobody started out being extremely woke and present and everything. We all did and said things that we are 
no longer advocating for when we were younger. I'm talking like things that are funny to laugh at. Yeah. I'm not talking like racism or homophobia. Yeah, that's not what I'm talking about. Th- those things are like there's always been like a a very clear line. Yeah, you know with what I stuff mean? like that. But it's like terminologies, like words we used to use to laugh at, things that we used to find funny, are no longer funny because now we know better, which yeah. is the beauty of growth and evolution. Yeah. So I care a lot about when people are telling me because like I'll give you a good example, right? When I first started making content. I would always specify cis men, mm-hmm. right? I always said like cis men is who I'm talking to. Mm-hmm. I did that several times. And then one of my followers who's trans, a trans man, messaged me and told me, asked me politely and very like educational. Like they asked me, can you please not um, specify anymore because this invalidates trans men because you're distinguishing between the two. Yeah. Like you're saying like, oh, you aren't these men mm-hmm. or you're not real men, whatever that may be. Mm-hmm. So I never specify anymore mm-hmm. because he was right. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, and that's the last thing I ever want to do is be like someone who isn't open to learning more about stuff like that. Yeah. So I was like, I totally understand where you're coming from. So I amended it. So I stopped doing that because and that was a long time ago. But I stopped doing that because I always want to be someone who's open to yeah. learning. But at the same time, I want to be as inclusive as I possibly can. Yeah. So those are things that I care about a lot when it comes to my content. Like being open and receptive to things like that is important to me. Yeah. So, you know. You know what? I just want to really quickly round of applause, you guys, for Drew <laughs> for having a working brain and a beating heart. <laughs> yes. And a beating heart. <laughs> yes. Nail class. Love that. that's actually it's very rare these days i feel like you know bitches are waking up Mm -hmm. which it's not that serious it's never that serious but bitches are waking up yeah um and i feel like i think you know it's 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 cool that you know especially when i see like you kind of roll in with a crew you Mm -hmm. roll in with the posse every time you roll (laughs) up and it's always your family yeah and that's so beautiful to me thank you you know Thank yeah, you. I appreciate that. Yeah, my family, we rolled deep. I was like, my team and here, here, and also my team that manages me and everything knows too. Like, if I can, I ask for a plus six. Yeah. <laughs> if I can, and it's all family. Yeah. Like, and I just bring them because I need them, and yeah, they like to come along. So yeah, it's a win-win. Yeah. <laughs> Do you think that um, it's so interesting? Do you think like because I, obviously like you know the things that you sort of plug into your character mm-hmm. come from like how you were raised yeah do you think like in your family dynamic like you're the strong one as well um i mean yeah i guess it's i guess it depends on your definition or of strong but or like, like where do you think you fall like what like what role like where are you in the list of of, of like well i i'm a middle child right Same. so yeah so my sister's the oldest and we have a baby brother um, I'd say my mom's probably the strongest out of my entire family. My mom is just like, my mom's that girl, Same. you know? So Same. she, she's been pushing and working. My mom had us really young. Like my, both my parents were, my parents are high school sweethearts. Oh so yeah. So they've been together, been together for Yo, a long time. That's crazy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I love like, that. I think they're going on 30 years. Oh so my parents have been together for a long time. Right. Yeah. So, um, I would say out of the three of us, my brother's probably the most like, La, la, la. right because he's the baby so yes. like he gets to be that way he yeah. gets to be aloof because yes. he has two 
uh, older sisters. And everyone lets he's, him low-key. Yeah. 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 <laughs> my mom lets him get away with murder. Um, and then my sister, my older sister is like, she's like the mom of the siblings. Like my mom, my sister takes care of all of us. Like my sister literally used to help me uh, submit for financial aid when I was in college every year. Yeah. yeah. My sister did it for me. Yeah. Like I'd be like, hey, uh, can you help me? And then she's like, does that mean you just want me to do it? And I was like, I mean... Don't threaten me with a good time. Yeah. You know what I mean? So yeah. I was like, she did <laughs> yeah. it anyway. She sets our doctor's appointments. She calls and figures things out for us. Like, she's done that forever. So I think for me, I'm more of a, I'm strong in the sense of like, I don't let anyone walk all over my sister or my brother. Because yeah. both my brother and my sister are very open. Yeah. And very forgiving. And in that sense, it's not an, I, with my brother, I think it's naive with my sister. I think it's just trusting. Both yeah. of them are just very trusting yeah. and I don't trust anybody. Yeah. So every time I'm like, no, like I tell my sister, no, you deserve better than that. Yeah. Absolutely not. Yeah. My brother, <laughs> sometimes I give my brother insults. Like I'll tell my brother, what's he look like? And then I'll say, okay, this is what you say to him. The next time he tries to say something, this is what you say to him. Yeah. I do that with my brother all the time. Oh I'm like, gosh. this is a, don't ad lib. Just say the lines that I gave you. Yeah. He goes, all right, cool. Because my brother's just so sweet that he doesn't think about things like that. Yeah. And so I'll tell him, I'm like, what's he look like? Describe him to me. Paint me a picture so I can think of something funny to say. So, like, I'd say I'm strong in that sense. Yeah. In far, as far as my family dynamic. But, like, every single one of us brings something essential to, like, our family. So I think that's why yeah. I bring them everywhere. <laughs> yeah, I understand that. Yeah. Like, I honestly would if I could. Yeah. They're just always so, my family's so busy. They're always, we're all workaholics and we yeah. all like, you know, I think. Same, honestly. My little sister, it's so funny. So when I was growing up and I was in high school, I yeah. was like the like, I was like, I was raised Catholic. Like okay. I was definitely like Virgo rising all mm -hmm. the way down. Like I went to Catholic school until I was probably in the sixth grade. And then, you know, but I was still the wild child because, you know, I was not going to miss out having a good time. Mm -hmm. And I think that I'm one of those people who, you know, I think also you having a Sagittarius rising. Yeah. Something about, you know, the thing that even though you are close with your family, you do sort of take the same perspective and bring it or extend it to the rest of the world. Yeah. Meaning like you sort of, you know, you have a worldly perspective. Yeah. You know? And so I... Um, and we march to the beat of our own drum. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We step out. Did you get in trouble the most? Because I did. I did. Yeah. So. Yeah, I definitely... I was the most expensive child. I'm proud of that. <laughs> I, you know, I definitely, like, got in trouble the most. Um, yeah, same. And I think that I always tell, you know, my mom, it's so great that my, my mom is, like, the best mom in the world. Same with mine. To my little sister especially. Mm -hmm. And I think I was part of that. Because <laughs> I I feel like I low-key shaped that relationship. Like, it's it was really me. Like, you say, you're welcome. Yeah, you're welcome. <laughs> like, I definitely chilled her out a lot because I really was rocking the boat whenever I could. <laughs> I didn't even mean to. It was just that I literally, like, was like, I'm just trying to, I'm about the vibes. Like, yeah, let her <laughs> <laughs> we have similar stories in that sense. Yeah. Yeah, because my mom says about my older sister, my my mom was like, she was the perfect baby. Never cried. Same. Loved everyone. Like, so sweet. Like, she was so like, hi, hi to everyone, everything. She goes, so then when I got pregnant with you, I was like, this is going to be easy. Because Dason was a walk in the park. And then she came out, she said I came out mad. Oh, I came LOL. out. I came out the womb mad. So, like, I was grumpy. I never let anybody hold me. I was so angry all the time. I was a picky eater, yeah. stubborn, know-it-all. 
carries that's a virgo thing you know what <laughs> speaking of it being a virgo thing i think yeah. i want to also add this segment mm -hmm. because as i'm talking to people i'm realizing that i pick up things about signs yeah like what things i feel like you know certain signs could benefit from knowing yeah i feel like as a virgo rising i peeped at virgos whenever you feel like you know life is crazy and you don't feel like yourself yeah just start criticizing shit <laughs> You will start, no, I mean, I know it sounds ridiculous, but yeah. it will start making you feel like, like, I woke up this morning and I was so disheveled. Yeah. I woke up at 3 a.m. and I was like, oh my God, I was thinking about the show, thinking about you, mm -hmm. which by the way, I had a dream about you. Which Ooh, was, love that. I'm a Gemini moon, so I like literally like, I, I do like go on tangents and I <laughs> realize that we have talked about three different subjects in the past 30 seconds. <laughs> Let me while out though. Yeah. So. I had a dream that, you know, you and I were sitting at this restaurant in Calabasas called Shibuya, best sushi ever. <laughs> but we weren't getting sushi. We were eating, like, shrimp and chicken on top of rice and, like, pineapples. Okay. Have you seen those? It was so no, random. No. I was like, what? And it was, like, multiple pineapples with food in it. I was like, girl, That's what are we That's how you know doing? it's a dream, because I would never order that yeah, yeah. at a sushi restaurant. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And it was just you and me. And yeah. they, it had, like, some, like, kind of chipotle mayo on top of it. Interesting. And I was like, this is this does not seem to go together. Were we having fun? Yeah, we were having fun. It was cool. a good time. Yeah, All right. Yeah, yeah. Love yeah. that. I was with the shit. I love rice, too. Me, too. Yeah. Like, love I that. can't live without Carb rice. Carb girl. Carb girl. Keep the ass fat. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Feed her. Feed she her. Needs it. <laughs> so, but I, I was like thinking about this, and then when I woke up, I was, it was like really early, and then I was like, let me just start getting my day started, and I was like, hell no. Went to sleep. Woke up at seven. I was like, shit. <laughs> so then I woke up and I started thinking about what we were doing today, and I just started criticizing things that I was doing. Oh, yeah. I started criticizing things that I was doing. Yeah. I started criticizing like you know things that I felt like could be better, things that I felt like I could, you know, ease into. Yeah. And I felt like when I did that, I started to feel more like myself. Yeah. And not for the sake of criticizing, but for the sake of being like, these are my thoughts. Yeah. This is who I am. Mm -hmm. This is how I roll. Yeah. This is what I like. Yeah. I honestly, I agree with you because uh, I think a hallmark of being a Virgo is the workaholic thing is big. Right. Um, overachieving is a big Virgo thing. Mm -hmm. um, and also being hypercritical of your work ethic and how you're being if you're being productive and how. Yeah. Is a big Virgo thing. Totally. So workaholic, like stubborn about not taking breaks, about not, you know what I mean? Like just constantly, constantly working. So like I always feel better when I crit criticize what I'm doing because yes. I can control it. And oh Virgos God. have a big control thing. Yeah. So, like, they, they have to control things. And it's so weird. We're and also like, big know-it-alls, which I feel like... Yeah. Virgo men, I've I've slandered many people on Twitter about astrology. Capricorns, mainly. I started mm. a Capricorn hate train for a while. <laughs> I, made it, I made it trend, yeah. Because yeah, yeah. that's, that's how much fire I was spreading about Capricorns. Yeah. You guys are all right. Yeah. yeah. Anyways, with Virgos, I said Virgo men came straight from hell. I'm convinced. Yeah. Crawled right out of the sewer. Yeah, genuinely, yeah. like Pennywise. And then I describe Virgo men as like... I feel like Virgo men... I feel like Sagittarius men had like bad sushi and threw up. And then Virgo <laughs> men like became <laughs> They were born out of yeah. it. Yeah. That makes sense. Yes. I describe Virgo <laughs> men as like uh, the dude at a children's birthday party that's like too rough with the pinata. Mm. Like gets in the line and is too aggressive. Too, yeah, too much, yeah, too yeah. much. Take it down a notch, yeah, yeah. right? It's for kids. It's we're all having a good time. 
Yeah. That's Virgo Man. That's yes. like a summary of them. This is the kid's party, bro. Yeah. Have you ever played a board game with a Virgo Man? Yeah. Good luck. Good luck. Because you're losing all the pieces when he throws it at the wall because he's losing. Uh, you know what I mean? Yeah. He's one of those. Yeah. So he's one of those. Yeah. You know, mm. this episode is brought to you by eBay. You'll know real when you get it. It'll say eBay authenticity guarantee and you'll feel it. Whether it's a handbag, watch, sneakers, streetwear or jewelry, eBay gets it. So look for the blue check mark next to that thing you love and be confident that every inch, stitch, sole and logo is checked by experts. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal with eBay authenticity guarantee. Visit ebay.com for terms. This episode is brought to you by Rockstar Energy Drink. We're all guilty of spacing out from time to time and Rockstar totally gets that, which is why they've released the all new Rockstar Focus made with lion's mane and 200 milligrams of caffeine for an energy and mental boost. Plus it's available in three delicious zero sugar flavors. My favorite being the white peach, babe. Visit rockstarenergy.com to learn more. At least 75 milligrams of caffeine has been shown to help improve attention. Hmm. I have to say this is my favorite part of the show because I sit down. This is called Reading with the Stars. Love. But it looks like when this part of the show comes on, the fan submissions we're about to do, yeah. they get to read us. And I never know. I never listen to them. So Please I'm excited. Do. So let's get the fan submissions. You guys called on a voicemail on a number that I always put on my story whenever we do them. Um, we're going to play some of them right now so we can hear them out loud and we'll react to them in literally real time. <laughs> yeah. Let's do it. Hey, uh, this is Eris. Wanted to talk to Drew and ask her some questions. Sure. Um, how do you feel about Sag Woman? Who do you fangirl the most over? And the biggest tip on having self-worth. That's it. Thank you, Drew. Love you so much. Sag Women? I, I love Sag Women. We ride I for think, Sag Women yeah. till dawn. Till dawn. a Sag Woman. Yeah. My mom and sister are both Sag Women. <laughs> so, like, I, I fuck heavy with Sagittarius women. Honestly, the only bad things I have to say are about men. Mm-hmm. Shocking. Yes. The branding. She's consistent. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. The second one was... I actually had an experience in my life where I was a Sag man, and it was so bad that I, <laughs> I literally aborted the mission and decided to be a Sag said, woman. They got it wrong. Yeah, y'all got, got it all wrong. They got it wrong. And the stars I was, got it wrong. The stars got it all wrong. You're incorrect. <laughs> yeah. They're yeah. like, you're going to be a Sag man in this life. I said, hell no. And that's part of your, that's part of your Virgo. Yeah. Refusing. Yes. No. Yes. I think not. Yes. I think you're wrong. Yeah. I'm not going to do that. Well, I rest my case. Please. <laughs> <laughs> a Virgo fangirling. That's a rare sight. No, Let's it go, truly though. is. That's yeah. so funny. I, um, uh, to be honest with you, because I I work in this industry now. Yeah. You, you know, you you meet a lot of people that you've seen before only in like movies, TV, online. Totally. Um, it takes a lot to shake me. I don't think I've ever been like, <gasps> you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. If I was gonna fangirl over someone, you know who I'm a really big fan. Of? This is so random, but you know who I'm a really big fan of. I can't wait. I, like, I'm manifesting that one day I'll get to meet. Um, Caesar Milan. Hmm. Do you know the the dog whisperer? I idolize that guy. Do you, let me tell you something. If you do nothing else, go on Disney Plus and watch the the dog whisperer. Tell me it doesn't change your life. I I swear to God, I watched it and I was like, I'm a dog trainer. I actually used to be an assistant for this woman uh-huh. who was adamant about getting her dogs checked every quarter mm-hmm. with a whisperer. Was it Caesar Milan? 
I don't think so. Then he, then he doesn't count. Yeah. That's why I, there's only one. And yeah. I swear to God, my boyfriend and I got so into the show, over quarantine especially, that I started training the dogs. I was like, I am more than qualified. I've watched like 100 episodes. I'm dead. I'm more than prepared. Yeah. I, I started doing the little thing. It doesn't really work that well for me because I'm not the chosen one. He is. Got it. So I've, I, I watched that show like my life depends on it. Like, like one day the apocalypse is going to be on the brink of happening and they're going to be like, we need a dog whisperer. That's not Caesar Milan. And then I'm going to step to the plate. You're going to be like, I'm going to be there. Pick me. I'm going to be like, choose me. I'm going to be like, <laughs> love me. <laughs> I would say him. Oh my God. I would die to meet him. Also the rock. But I think that that's just pretty on brand yeah. because we're both someone men. <laughs> like just the two of us out here, brother. <laughs> it's just the two of us, friend. So yeah, those are probably. I mean, I fangirled really, really hard when I, Lizzo duetted my video. Yeah. So love her, stand her forever. Yeah. I don't know. I just can't really think of anyone that would make me like. I feel like you're the same. Yeah. I don't I, have many people that would make me feel that way. I think I literally only have two people in mind, and mm -hmm. it's no three people. It's Stevie Nicks. Ooh, that's a good one. Brandy, the singer, Ooh, love that. Iconic, iconic, and Rihanna. Ooh, that's a good one. There was one time I was actually leaving my barber shop. Yeah. And I was in the East Village in New York, mm -hmm. and I saw this Rolls Royce SUV, mm -hmm. and outside of it was ASAP Rocky and some other dude. Mm -hmm. um, some other dude. They were like smoking a doobie or some shit yeah. like that, and whatever. <laughs> and I walked by them, mad casual, whatever, and then. Once I was like a block past them, I literally, my heart started palpitating. <laughs> I missed a couple beats because I, my brain ca caught up and was like, that dude knows Rihanna. <laughs> <laughs> That's how I would feel if literally. I saw ASAP Rocky too. Literally. Like, honestly. You know Rihanna. Yeah. Oh my God. Like, <laughs> Are you a friend of Rihanna's? Are you a friend of Rihanna? Oh, I swear to God. If Didn't someone have a, like a baby with her If now? someone ever meets ASAP Rocky, please a approach him that way. Yeah. That'd be so funny. Yes. Oh, I live. You're I Rihanna's think, man, right? You, yeah, right? <laughs> right? You know her, right? Yeah, you know her. <laughs> Can you tell her to hang out with me? Uh, Beyonce's a big one. Totally. Like, obviously. Ob my Virgo queen. My Virgo queen. The only Virgo that matters totally. is Beyonce. Yeah. Only Virgo that matters. Only ever. Virgo that matters. Her and Keanu Reeves. Yeah, that's cool. I'm cool with that. Yeah. Yeah, people have called me John Wick, so Come that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that was John Wick for Halloween. Oh. Last year, uh, and my my boyfriend was the dog that gets murdered. That sends him on a spiral. That was literally, that was the two of us. The biggest like you dog you've one. ever seen in your life. Please. No, yeah. Some people were like, I don't get it. Like, when they saw us, which, like, I'm like, bitch, girl, if you know, you know. Because I was, like, I was gender bending John Wick, essentially. Yeah. So wearing my dad's clothes. Please. And then in uh, a wig. And Please. then when we posted the pictures, they were like, oh, okay, that's awesome. They were like, that's sick. I like that. Yeah. But, yeah, they call me John Wick because it's like so I'm, they're like, you know, Baba Yaga is like a big thing. So mm. I'm just a boogeyman. Whoa. Mm -hmm. Wait, do we have another um, phantom Question. mission? So we're going to go on to our second phantom mission right now. Let's do it. Lay it up. Hi, Anthony and Drew. Um, I'm a huge fan of you guys, but I just wanted to ask you guys, is there a phase, like a fashion phase you guys both went through that you want to go back, but you know you could never repeat it? And can you tell us that I'm going? Okay, that Oh, fashion phase that yeah. we want to go back to, but could never? That we went through, but we could never go back through. Oh, man. 
I went through a real, I guess now you would call it maximalism. Okay. But I was ahead of the curve, babe. Okay. I was on my maximalist grind. Did it look like garbage? Yes. But I was free. And mm -hmm. I think I would love to do that. I can no longer. Um, but I used to wear all the colors and all the patterns. Real, wow. like, ashy Tisdale core. You know yes. what I mean? Early 2000s. Yeah. That was me. Layering. Mm -hmm. Wait, because how old are you? 24. Okay, yeah. So you're not that far away from me. But, yeah, yeah like, real, real early Disney Channel, like, DCOM era yeah. fashion. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That would be fun to go back to. I, like, kind of, like, remade a couple looks of that last year mm -hmm. it was kind it was definitely kind yeah like i'm not i think that like i'm not beyond putting a dress and um and like jeans or i pants was gonna together. say i think they're a serve they're a serve i mean trends are cyclical right so they always come back totally but um low rise <sighs> i'll jump off a building instead you know what don't I, bring those back i will say i think that like i just i don't know like i feel like for some people, it looks really good. I agree. Yeah. Right. And I that's that's like my that's biggest fair. thing with fashion is like I you just find what looks best on you. Yeah. And I want to just quickly say, not that I would ever go back to it, but there was this era that I had like junior year of high school where I had this like one like top man leather jacket that I would not let rest throughout the months of July. <laughs> I remember I was like walking outside in the humidity of like somewhere in the boonies in North Carolina. Cause my parents were like, oh, like you want to go out, but we're not driving you. It was before I had a license. Oh. Mind you, I failed my permit test 13 times. So they're like, we're not going to let you drive any of our cars anytime 13? soon. 13? I thought you were going to say three. Cause I was going to say same. But <laughs> we can't relate. Yeah. I failed actually twice. I passed the third time on the stupid permit when i got my license i passed on the first try yeah me too yeah, yeah. see turns out our parents were wrong yeah <laughs> yeah my mom was literally this is again a, look there's a reference back to my sister because i failed twice and my mom took off work or like left work early to take me no and my mom was so mad that she was like the third time ask your sister yeah. i'm not bringing you anymore yeah because my sister was chauffeuring me everywhere because she was the only one who had a license so then i she took me she's like dude you gotta pass this time bro <laughs> I was like, I know. I was literally just all like, Words oh my of God. encouragement. Your sister's a Sag, right? Yeah. Words of encouragement from a Sag. There you go. Dude, you got to pass this time, bro. <laughs> yeah. Like, actually, that's it. <laughs> okay, we're going to go into our third fan submission, our last one, yeah? Mm -hmm. Perfect. I'm so excited. This is Addison. Um, I guess I don't – I guess this is a question, but um, how do you guys feel, like, about regular people, I guess, wanting to be friends with influencers or celebrities per se. I feel like there's so many personas online mm. that I feel like I would get along with, but it's just so like fuck to reach out and be like, Oh my God, like I think we'd be great friends because influencers have to be careful about like who they hang out with and reach out to. I just was wondering like, how do you guys feel about stuff like that? That's T yeah, that's, that's a really, tea. that's a real interesting question. Yeah. Um, I don't want to say I think it's bad. I just think that you should. I mean, it seems like this person is is aware that it's like awkward. Like it's a little yeah. strange. Like yeah. if you're really, if you're a really big fan of someone and then you just want to like hang out with them. Yeah. You know what I mean? Maybe I just can't relate though because like the people that I'm really big fans of, I like never want to meet. I don't yeah. want to know. Yeah. Like what if they're terrible? What if yeah. they're annoying? Totally. You know what I mean? I don't want to know. Totally. So like. I don't know. I, I guess it's like, I feel like, so for me, like, and I think this is partially the fact that 
you know, I'm a Sag and I'm African and I just, it's just like we are so, it takes a village yeah. to do anything. Yeah, literally. It takes a village to literally do anything. Literally, yeah. I'm so about the vibes. Yeah. So I've met people before who, you know, have seen me or know me from my videos. They didn't really give like fan behavior. Yeah. Because the vibes were like so sick and like we're so cool. Like I, yeah. I will like, if the vibes are right, I will talk to anyone. Like I do love. I feel that. Yeah. yeah. It's all about the vibes. Like, the vibes yeah. don't lie. Like, you know. Yeah. You have to, I think you just like have to be, you have to be cognizant too that like creators who you see online is not their entire personality. Oh my God. Yeah. That's just one facet of it. So you may think that you would want to be friends with this person. Yeah. And then you meet them in real life and you're like, actually, yeah. no, thank you. So like, not to say that that's about me or you, Yeah. but like you think you know them is like what I think is important to distinguish because yeah. it's parasocial. Yeah. So like you feel so close to this person because you watch them all the time. You yeah. learn all these things about them, but like it, the, it's not reciprocal in that sense like i don't know anything about you totally so you coming at me with like i know everything about you i think we would be friends i think that should be left up to us yeah because you know a lot about me but i don't know anything about you i agree a thousand percent yeah because like and i think that's also one reason why i love you know being able to do different things on different platforms like do this show mm -hmm. it's like a different side of me i feel exactly like. because like you know to see me on like a bbl timeline <laughs> is one thing yeah but that's like so like one side of my personality like, and it's like one one hundredth one one hundred like totally. if that so totally that's why i'm like uh, you know some people like when they meet me in real life they're like you're actually a lot more quiet and like laid back mm. i'm not shy by any means but like i'm just a lot more chilled out than they thought i would be i expected you to be exactly how you are <laughs> yeah, see yeah. some people like uh, i'll give you a good example teffy yeah you know teffy yes she's so <laughs> fun she's wild in yeah. real life but she would never think that when you watch her content yeah you know what i mean like you, you watch her content she seems real calm and and like wise which she is yes but that's only one half of her yeah totally the other half of her she's so fun she's literally so she's such a good time i was like I walking i was walking to my hair appointment which i literally have a hair appointment every week yeah. i was walking to my hair appointment <laughs> and like i get a call from her i'm like hello she's like yo i for real just you just passed my table like we were it was somewhere in like in like nolita in, yeah. in new york yeah and i went back i went back she's like just come back the way you were walking and i turned back and she's sitting there with a different hair color and she's like bro yeah i'm like yo this is that's crazy. why i said teffy teffy's a good example too because like that's only one half of her like, yeah. or one one like piece of the pie yeah but she's like so fun and yeah. loud and crazy and like just like the most the best time at the party yeah so like you would never gather all of that though just from like her advice videos totally because she is really a wise person and she's really patient and kind and loving yeah so which is a whole other side to her i feel like and not just like right there just like answers the question because yeah it's kind of like I like if you if you let these people that you see like on the internet and you see and you look up to or you follow mm -hmm. if you like meet them in real life IRL mm -hmm. <laughs> and you let them be who they are yeah you know and it works then yes yeah. there you, you know go. what I mean exactly that's my point because yeah. I was like let us decide that yeah but also for safety reasons we can't just hang out with you just because you think we would get along yeah i wish that would you know i wish the world wasn't that way but just like for pure safety that's why we don't do things like that yeah but you know like we will 
you and I talked about this a little bit yesterday offline, but like meeting people in real life that are big fans of your content is like brains is, and beauty, beauty and brains. Beauty. <laughs> if you, that's an inside joke. That's an inside joke. <laughs> beauty and brains. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god that joke would kill if we could tell it yeah <laughs> so like i think it's like um it's real like specific to the person depends yeah. it depends just tread carefully and like be nice when you meet them in person like don't don't overstep or anything like that and i'm sure like it'll if it happens naturally let it happen let it happen yeah organically but if organically. not it's okay too you know totally. what i mean not a big deal yeah Oh my God, no, a hose is going off. Film this though. A hose is going off right now. Hold on, y'all. The hose is still going, but the hose are also the still going. <laughs> the hose are sitting here. The hose are sitting right here. <laughs> well, you guys, unfortunately, this is the end of this episode, which I'm really sad. I literally never want Drew to like, I could literally talk to Drew forever. Period. But I just want to say thank you so much for tuning in to another amazing episode of Reading the Stars. Um, don't forget to follow, review, and rate the show on literally any streaming platform that you can listen to a podcast on. And also subscribe to the Past Your Bedtime YouTube channel for all full video episodes. Mm -hmm. And you can also find um, Drew's show, the comment section, on the same channel. Period. So, Drew, where can they find you on social media? You can find me at Drew Offwallow on literally everything except Facebook. That's not for you. That's for me. Also, if you, like, see, like, a random man, like, man, like, crying, if you see, like, some <laughs> random man crying on your TikTok, FYP, like, if you look below in the caption, they just tag her right there and just click that. You can follow her right there. <laughs> Yeah. There you go. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you so much for coming again. Thank you. Love you. Love you. Oh Reading the Stars is produced by Brat TV and Picture Start. It's hosted and executive produced by Anthony Boomba. Our lead producer is Katie Felber with help from Emmanuel Stoller and Neha Gandhi. Our editor is Brian Felber. Our talent coordinator is Carrie Brooks with help from Amanda Maddox. And our head of production is Chase Logan with sound provided by Extreme Music. Executive producers are Rob Fishman from Brat TV and Eric Feig of Picture Start. Special thanks to Darlene Kenny and everyone else who made this show possible. <laughs>